Hello, and welcome to Earth Rising. I'm your host, Erin Haley, and this is the wrap-up episode for our first season. It has been an extraordinary journey so far, and I'm very grateful that you've been tuning in with me as we hear insights from everyone who's been coming onto the show. I wanted to jump in here with this episode to reflect on where we've been this season. So why Earth Rising? Why are we here? And why did I create this podcast? The goal is to seek out individuals who take part in activities that cultivate a sacred view of our Earth, including engaged artists, activists, conservationists, and spiritual thinkers. And in season one, we've been hearing from inspired people from within these categories who are motivated to connect with and benefit our planet. By contemplating their actions, we may better learn how to listen to the earth, how to be in relationship with the earth more directly, and how to recognize that we are a part of nature and not apart from nature as Sir David Attenborough so eloquently said in his most recent film, A Life on Our Planet. As we have progressed through the various interviews this season, a twofold examination has been playing out, on both an inner and an outer level. On an inner or personal level, we began to consider the opportunity to consciously evolve our own lives through contemplating the emotional, psychological, and spiritual benefits that transpire as we connect to nature. And three themes emerged from the interviews that relate to this inner examination. The first theme looks at the ways in which we're currently connecting to the Earth. And in our first interview of the season, lead researcher Dave Case took us through a groundbreaking report on how Americans relate to nature, surveying 12,000 participants of all ages and backgrounds, including children. Together, we reviewed the major findings surrounding the multidimensional ways Americans value nature, as well as five main obstacles that prevent us from connecting more fully to the natural world, all relating back to our busy, modern-day lifestyles. A main recommendation coming out of the report is encouraging more regular and routine engagement with the outdoors, as well as forming partnerships across sectors and society towards this end, and also realizing the importance of getting children more engaged. And even though it focused on the U.S., I believe the findings from this report may be applied on a more global level. The second theme of this season revealed a desire to better understand our place in the natural world. Betty Rosak, an original thinker of the eco-psychology movement, helped make connections for us that articulate our relationship as humans to the natural world And she also helped us make sense of our larger place in the cosmos through the examination of spiritual thinkers, artists, and their enlightened activities throughout the ages. And she encouraged us to form our own direct connections in order to be in greater sync with and in turn better stewards of the earth. And the third theme that emerged really contemplated the role of spirituality and artistic expression in revealing our inner connection with all life on this planet. Christine Walters Paintner illuminates how mystical spiritual traditions and artistic practices are powerful forces 
to help us connect to the earth in a more embodied way. April Stevens reflected on how artistic practice and Buddhist teachings enable deeper insights into our lives during modern times. Dave Case acknowledged that there's not much space between spirituality and nature, saying, If the idea is that we have this innate affinity for nature, then when it comes to thinking about spiritual, big-picture kinds of things, it's not surprising that it's part and parcel of nature. All of these thinkers helped point the way to the possibility of gaining new insights into what can oftentimes feel overwhelming, intangible, and even mysterious. This desire in our lives to feel connected to something greater than ourselves that may play out at the edge of our consciousness or surface as an unspoken yearning of the heart. In addition to the inner level of reflection this season, we learned about direct actions on an outer level in the world that are being taken by several of our guests. And two main themes emerge from the interviews that relate to this outer engagement. The first theme is that activism to benefit other people and the planet is possible in so many ways. We explored this with Conservation Optimism, a community that is cultivating a global movement for nature and people. Central to their mission is utilizing the power of constructive language to encourage all of us to get involved with conservation efforts. And one of their partners, Key Conservation, is another innovative conservation organization that we learned from. They are working to connect small conservation organizations all over the world to supporters through harnessing the power of technology. The second theme in regards to this outer level of engagement is that entrepreneurialism seems to underlie all of these efforts. There is this calling to act upon what guests already know within themselves and are passionate about, and they are leveraging their motivation towards helping the planet. An example of this is seen in artist and activist Jamie Laurie, as he shared how he uses his music as the tool or technology to get people engaged in important climate and social justice issues, And he does this through performing at events, concerts, and training community organizers. And Tomi Macanjuola helped shed light on another form of engagement in the world by sharing her unique journey as she reimagined her traditional Nigerian diet, evolving it in a way that is more sustainable for the planet and healing to the body, and also showing others how to do the same. What really comes through here is that instead of waiting for permission within a set structure or system, or for somebody else to take the lead, all guests from the eight interviews this season have expanded out into the world in their own unique ways, by initiating research, forming organizations, or launching artistic, spiritual, and other business endeavors. And all are leveraging their specific passions and personal strengths to experiment with bold new ideas. As episodes have progressed this season, I have received feedback from you from across the globe, including New Zealand, Australia, Canada, from around the U.S., South Korea, and Europe. Some themes of comments that you have been sharing with me are that listening to the show is encouraging you to seek out nature more in your own lives, even if you live in the middle of a city. You're finding opportunities to do this before you start your workday, during your lunch breaks, 
or for longer stretches when you have time off. You are enjoying hearing the poems and the quotations interspersed throughout the episodes. These are giving you some breathing room in your life and an opening for deeper reflection. You also like hearing about how connecting to nature is universally beneficial in our lives, regardless of our backgrounds or specific life experience. And you're feeling inspired by the variety of guests and their insights and actions that they are taking out in the world. You've also shared that the podcast is helping you to feel less alone and more connected. Thinking about the interviews this season and receiving your feedback has inspired me to share one more passage from the book Shambhala, The Sacred Path of the Warrior that April Stevens and I talked about in the last interview of the season. Chogim Trungpa, the Buddhist teacher who wrote this book, created it as a manual of sorts to offer a way to think about cultivating a good life and also to show up in the world fully during these modern times. Trungpa writes, The point of warriorship is to become a gentle and tamed human being who can make a genuine contribution to this world. The warrior's journey is based on discovering what is intrinsically good about human existence and how to share that basic nature of goodness with others. There is a natural order and harmony to this world, which we can discover. But we cannot just study that order scientifically or measure it mathematically. We have to feel it in our bones, in our hearts, in our minds. On that note, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on this journey with me through season one of Earth Rising. And please stay tuned for season two, coming early 2021. There are some great guests that I've already been lining up and interviewing who are going to continue to help us to expand our overall learning and inspiration. So look for that. And in the meantime, take care and be well. <laughs>